You're now listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back. Happy New Year's Release Nigga Dog, everybody. Happy 2024. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, I'm bringing in the new year with the AKA is that you try to have hope for niggas and not say fucked up shit about niggas and then they think that Corey Holcomb is spitting and you know maybe the cops had a point. Nah, just <laughs> I won't go that far. I ain't going that far, but niggas get on my fucking nerves. Just the point I'm bringing up. Um, <laughs> as usual, I'm joined by my friend. What's up, everybody? Candace, not so newlywed PC on all social media. Uh, I don't do I have an AKA? Sammy? My AKA is I. I remember when Doctor Umar was selling Frederick Douglass wigs, mm. and I also just want to say um, the internet reminds me all of the time how people die. Um, how people join cults and end up killing themselves when when the cult leader says kill yourself because y'all are gullible y'all are gullible because the internet is a gullible place um you know it took it took uh umar asking a motherfucker oh you a bunny hopper for y'all to be like get this nigga out the paint he been problematic he been a terrible fucking person he been a liar a grifter a scammer and a thief but for me, for a petty motherfucker like me, whatever it take to get him out of here, I'm with it. So so if it take him saying loving V Virginia never should have happened, I'm all for it. Yeah, like it should have happened earlier, but whatever it takes to get him out the paint, hey, hey. it is what it is. And take academics fat ass with you. Oh, oh boy. Ho, 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 ho. You want to talk about praying for somebody's downfall? Let me tell you something. Y'all need to move the S on the end of academics and put it in front of the A. Mm. You going to jail? Period. I I pray on your downfall. I have been you praying. You going to jail? I have been wanting DJ Honey Bun Face to get the fuck out the paint for eight to seven moons. If this is what it takes, and rightfully so, listen under the jail. Under honestly, guillotine, guillotine. Let's take it a step further, guillotine. Yeah. Off with your motherfucking head. Uh, off with off with the honey bun. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, but we back. We back. Uh, Adrian is not with us today. She's she's dealing with the the loss of a of a loved one. So we send our condolences and our prayers. Uh, you you know you're in our hearts, and we will cut up in your absence. So we'll make you proud. Um. So. We only got we we came here because uh, Bell Collective and Love and Marriage Huntsville had their season finales, and as y'all know, you know I, we we don't like when we gotta give y'all back to back long episodes. Uh, I know my attention span, and you know after hour and fifteen minutes, even I'd be like, damn, this is so I felt like it was important for us to come back and discuss these two season finales uh, so that next week's episode, we can get into the reunion and we don't have to hold y'all for two to three hours. So uh, Bell Collective, I just want to say, Marie, you ain't no OG. You're not an OG. You are not an OG. The thing about first things first, 
first things first before we even get to that um i saw every i saw a bunch of people saying she was using her mama as a storyline and i agree because we've had the same conversation when we discussed mia from um potomac and her bringing her mother on there who has a substance abuse problem and things like that but open bringing your parent on a on a reality tv show that does not have anything to do with addictions, addiction and substance abuse and opening it up for the world to lambast them, demean them and say all kind of vile things. You don't want your mother to have health and healing. You just want to be able to get a check on TV. If you like, take for example, um, take for example, the show that is, not necessarily a partner to Love After Lockup, Life After Lockup, but it's the show, I forget the name, um, that actually takes, you know, oh, those... Uh, um, life After Lockup, Life After Innocence, or Lockup After Innocent, like, something like that. The one about yeah. the innocent people, yeah. Right, like... Who were exonerated, yeah. Right, like, that is a show that knows, like, it's taking the topic seriously. Like, these are people who, you know, were proven that were wrongfully convicted, proven innocent, getting out, trying to, you know, get their life together. And you can tell the show takes that seriously. It's not the chaos. It's not the calamity. It's really showing them in a, in a, in a light that like, we're taking this seriously. We know that this is seriously serious. We're taking it seriously. This is not for play. That's the tone of the show, right? Nothing about these shows is the tone of we're tackling addiction, substance abuse, you know, rehabilitation, et cetera. These are not the type of shows for that. And I think that's fine. Like, I mean, we tune into the show for mess, but in knowing that, don't bring your family member that needs an actual good show like that or something to help them. Don't bring them on here for that because like you said, Candace, you're doing nothing but opening them up to ridicule because the internet is not tuning in to this show to be serious. They are tuning into this show to be unserious and laugh at you unserious motherfuckers. So taking a serious topic and bringing it to an unserious platform, it's not going to work. Especially... When a lot of times in these situations, um, a drug addicted parent already suffers from a ton of guilt, regret, and remorse. And yep. what do you think the comments and conversations have been on this show? One, every when I when I clicked on the hashtag, a ton of those comments was like, "Why should keep using her mama for a storyline?" Yeah, because it's transparent. It's trans. It's it's especially especially. And this is the other part of that, right? When you bring your 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 family member that's struggling with something as serious as addiction, you bring them on here for sympathy, but then you completely act the ass everywhere else. What do you think people are gonna say or have? Like people are being, being like, "Bitch, what the fuck?" <laughs> and not only that, I just I just don't feel like you do yourself any favors by constantly reminding us about your ties to mental health and wellness and you are just a mean nasty ass bitch yep like even with this capital thing this this field trip where you weren't invited first of all let you tell it the rest of the the rest of the ladies are not getting to the bag as much as you they're not as successful as you their businesses don't matter as much don't mean as much they fake they liars they didn't say that why do you want to be around these women you quite literally have a problem with majority of the women on the cast 
but you that... are cool with so Gucci and Letitia. You don't fool with the rest of them like that. And the only I was about to say, and the reason you so the reason you cool with Letitia and so fake is because they so just as so fake as you. So it's just like, why are you so upset? And also, why do you? What do Tamra don't owe you nothing? Let let's let's just let's just be be honest about it. Let's just get to the to the elephant in the room. We get to the lupus gala, the lupus awareness gala that you, Essie, and I, Keisha, put together. Um, look basic at best for y'all to be such big movers yeah. and shakers in Jackson. It didn't look like it was a packed house. Yeah, it uh, it was not given black excellence. Granted, you know, black excellence. You know, that's that's a, that's something that we honestly need to leave behind with all the you know problematic and how that's been used and stuff. But it didn't look it didn't look as nearly as good for the carrying on that you do. That's what it, I was It didn't. Saying. It didn't come across like a successful event. Let's just be honest about it. It, it. it didn't. It didn't. It looked. It looked like a baby shower at best. It looked like <laughs> a fancy. Ba- it looked like a fancy baby shower. Then y'all did have a councilwoman there, and you, Miss, I'm that bitch, Miss Boss, bitch, Miss, I, I get money, Miss Professional, Miss Professionalism at her best. You acted a whole goddamn fool at that gala. You acted a whole goddamn fool at a, at a gala. Embarrassed yourself, embarrassed your brand, embarrassed your business, embarrassed your business partner. And again, like we embarrassed said, everybody. Like we said and continue to say, every time there's an event and it goes left, the root cause of it is Marie Monho. <laughs> Marie Monho. <laughs> the root cause of it be Marie and that badass BBL. Yep. Like y'all was talking about Letitia and how she do the functions. It's like, do you do, do y'all realize we have tape? Like y'all said that Letitia be ruining events like she the second coming of the omen. We have tapes. Every single time there's a blow up at a function, it's Marie's fault. Just like it was on this one. Yep. Now I wanna <laughs> it's gonna pay me to do this, but shout shout out to Glenn. Shout out to Glenn. Why you don't respect your wife the way you was respecting Tambra? All right. And also, it's fucking hilarious that Glenn knew about Tambra's pregnancy before Letitia. I'm going to say this season turned me into a, a Tambra fan um, because she handled these women in a way that her peace was not disturbed while she was pregnant. Yeah. Which is, and I, mean, and I really I really fuck with that. Tambra said ain't no amount of TV time or a check worth what I'm trying to do. So I don't care. I'm not going to argue with you hoes. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think the only thing that was really annoying about Tamara since we started watching and covering the show was her voice. Her voice. Than, it is annoying. Other than, but other than that, she don't what? really be in no mess. She yeah. don't really keep no mess going. Yeah. Um, And the thing is, she's, she does stand out without having to get down in the mud like Letitia and Marie do. And yeah. so Gucci. Yep. And like, speaking of the gala, like the, the the moment, the moment Marie started cutting up, she was like, you be good. I'm out. Oh, my God. That was my favorite part. Tamra, you know you was wrong. How you going to try to exclude me? I'm an OG. I am Bell Collective. I am this. Tamra say, take care, hun. Let and me go. Because again, bravo. again, yet again, you keep talking like 
as I, I said this in the pregame, but the definition of an OG must have changed because, first of all, you are given the title of an OG. That is typically given to you by people that fucking respect how you get down. Yep. You calling yourself an OG doesn't make it so. Correct. More like a slow G. Yeah. You're nobody's you... OG. You don't add value to anything. You are not about community. You are not about other women. You are not about uplifting and you're not about the betterment of other people. You have gone the mile on this show in the four seasons we've seen you to constantly tear other women down. You you did it with Latrice. Uh, you did, you, you tried, did it you with Tambra. Yeah, you, you, you tried it with uh, with y'all um, tried it with Akeisha and yeah, blamed it on Tambra. Yep, yeah, and Loki and hell, you even you even shaded your you your, even, your 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 lack in Latisha a couple of times. Uh, yeah, you sure did. And let's not forget about the black dentist lady that was on here the first season. You tried it with her too. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. She was like, no, I'm actually making too much money. I don't need this show. Let me get the I fuck on the body here. I remember that because because I remember that because in the first season, like her, Tambra, and uh Latrice were close. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. And she was like, ah, yeah, nah, I'm 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 good, love. Enjoy. Yeah, you just you just bring chaos and calamity everywhere you go. For no good reason other than you don't want to be honest about what's going on in your life, which is why you using your mama as a fucking storyline when you have a whole last husband you estranged from that we haven't seen since season one or two. Yeah, it only in like a couple episodes like that. Like, where yeah. is he at? Uh, fucking other women. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you have a lot of titles, Marie. OG is not one of them. OG is not one of them. No G. No G. Ah! No Write G. That down. <laughs> yeah. Down. Yeah. No G. Because I'm not, no, no, you're not anybody's OG. Um, uh, I mean, I don't speaking have. Of, speaking of OG, speaking of no G, what the fuck? Well, I know the answer, but what the fuck is this weird ass relationship with Glenn and Cliff? I mean, I know the answer, but. Uh, they niggas bonded, bonded by treating their wives terrible. Like, <laughs> it's like. Brothers like, and misogyny. Brothers and misogyny. <laughs> it's a it's a romance, a misogyny romance. Like, <laughs> Cliff is is Glenn's mentor in misery. Yeah, for sure. Like how for the sure. hell? How the hell you know this nigga's favorite food and plan a birthday surprise for him more than your own goddamn wife? What? <laughs> Hey, what the hell? Like you put more in, a, in, in on the camera. You put more energy into being a good friend, Cliff, than you do your whole ass one wife that you cheated on unpro with unprotected sex. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? Is you? Um, but I'm, I'm, like I said, I was very glad that Tambra, um, Tambra's people excluded Marie and Letitia from her spring fling. I'm glad that they were excluded. Uh, that Marie was excluded from that capital event. Um, I don't, I don't, I just don't have it. I don't like Marie. We've never seen her be nice. She's always messy and mean. Um, and so that, you know, it is what it is. This season overall, I think the best thing that came from this season is that we did get a glimpse into something that, that, you know, plagues a lot of women and that's infertility issues, reproductive health issues, especially in black women and getting a chance to see a woman over a black woman over 40 
um, experience a pregnancy that she really wanted with somebody that she really wanted to do it with. Yeah, uh, that was the best part of the season. I really don't have much else on the season. All the fighting was immature. I feel like if I'm going to be honest, as much as Carlos King has to say about Bravo shows, he needs to do a little revamping of Bell Collective because it was a messy, it was a, it was messy, but it wasn't like electrifying mess. It was stupid. It was stupid. Yeah. The highlights of this season for me was definitely Tambra. Um, I I enjoyed. I, well, mm, Akisha was fine in moments, but she's not someone I would like to see come back. And I mean, we had that episode with her husband, where you know we rightfully dragged him by that about that inappropriate comment about her weight. But yeah. his overall message of like you don't really fit in here, and we kind of losing money for being here instead of being back home. I think one, he's right. Um, two, I definitely think that's a cause for she, they need to take a break from the show. And if, if they're going to be on next season, just be a friend of the show that might visit, you know, but not like stay there. But I definitely agree with you that the show needs revamping. Um, uh, the other I mean, because we can't oh, tell you what, I mean, the, the, the biggest piece of little drama was the stuff with So Gucci and Selena and they ran that into the ground. But what other things happened in this season that we were just kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, cl- uh, the 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 very real like glimpse, or at least mini glimpse that we saw. Oh yeah, the into... hot mic moment between Cliff and Latrice that they that they yep. opted to not push more for. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like yeah, after that... it was done, it was done, and they yep. didn't talk about it ever again. Yep. And I thought yep. that was some bullshit. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like we never saw like a true reconciliation of that. Like you said, they didn't push it anywhere because that was, you know, bes- again, besides Tamara, Tamara was the low point. I mean, not Tamara, not the low point. I'm sorry. Tamara was the high point. That was the low point, but it was, you know, a point of the show. And it was, you know, it was, we were interested in, we were invested because we was, you know, like Cliff is a fuck nigga, which I still agree with. Like, fuck that old nigga. But like, they just kind of like brushed it aside and nothing else. And nothing else really was interesting because we didn't care about, you know, Glenn and Latisha. Well, more so Latisha putting on the front that she was really over Glenn. Like, we didn't care about that shit because we saw right through it, you know? Just for this season finale to show us that they they happy and they they in a good place. Right. So it's like, what was the reason? You was never gonna leave this nigga. Never. You was it was here. never on the table. It was you a was bunch up. of grandstanding for the cameras. Yeah, you was up here grandstanding like you was on your you know Beyonce irreplaceable shit, and you was right back with that nigga. Yeah. Much like Beyonce. <laughs> so like you. <laughs> so it's like, what was the point? What was the reason? Yep. What was the reason? And so, you know, which brings me back to my point. I just feel like Carlos King, um, with all the criticism and all the hot takes that you have about Bravo shows, um, you need to put that energy into these shows. Because when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the season finale of Love and Marriage Huntsville. And it's it's time for it's time for some cleanup. It's time to bring some new blood to this show. Um. Again, the the mess was shallow and pedantic. It didn't amount to much. The things that should have been discussed more in detail, like Cliff's behavior with his wife and how he treats her and how he was caught talking to her during the hot mic moment, 
and and how it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And the allegations, you know, from the other women feeling like Cliff is probably a lot more abusive than Latrice lets on. Like, if you're going to have these shows and you're going to call yourself the king of reality TV, the shows that fall under your umbrella, you need to push the fucking envelope on them. Yep. Like, I'm not saying that his criticism of Bravo shows is inaccurate because I agree with some of it. It's just that that same criticism can apply to your shows as well. Yeah, the call is coming from inside the house. Yep. So, you know, it, I think we could use another uh, another woman on the show who wants to be more involved. I think initially Aikisha wanted to be more in the fold and get more camera time until she realized just how, you know, I think Aikisha realized just how shitty and awful the women in that group are. And she yeah. started she started walking it back. Yeah, and like I was said, like not only that, but also that they was losing money. It wasn't so, a benefit. Yeah, it's not a benefit. So I, I, I would love for y'all to bring somebody on who is currently in Jackson, who is currently active amongst the Jackson community and is rubbing elbows with the who's who of Jackson, Mississippi, and so on and so forth. Um, instead of bringing somebody who used to live there but doesn't anymore. You could tell that a lot of time has passed since Aikisha lived in Jackson. Cause like her husband said it and we said it. She kind of just stuck out like a sore thumb. She never really knew what was going on with what. So, you know, Carlos, it's giving Spider-Man point at Spider-Man meme. Yep. That's all we're saying. Ah, uh, the king, if you will. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to discuss the love and marriage Huntsville reunion. I mean, a uh, season finale, and they show some clips for the reunion that are kind of scathing. Uh, so stay tuned, and we'll be back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We hope you went and got yourself a little glass of champagne, champipple, if you will, uh, to discuss the Love and Marriage Huntsville season finale. First, I may as well. Um, you know what? I okay, never... Stormy. <laughs> Storm. This is the thing. People, when people think about family, I think it would do us well to get to a point when we discuss family dynamics where we can acknowledge that every single family member in the family is not going to get along and they shouldn't have to. Um, for There's just a huge disconnect between Stormy Mama and her aunt. And stop trying to force and facilitate forced reconciliation because it's not going to last and they're just going to end back up at the same point again. If it's ever on their hearts and their minds to reconcile with each other and figure out the disconnect, let them let them be the ones to do that. If anything, the only thing we should be asking to these old ass bitches is that they can coexist in the same room together. When it's time for family functions, they could be in the same space together and, and move around and then call it a day. But they, they, it's too much baggage there stemming from when they were kids, according to the episode. Yep. How you think they going they gonna fix and course correct what is probably decades on decades on decades of, of tension and ill feelings for each other? How a fish you, my, fry and a hug not gonna fix it. Like, how do you see the problems with Tisha and Kiki and then think it's gonna work for you and your family? Hello. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, like, did like Stormy? If little Tommy just has four canvas beauty products, <laughs> okay. Which I'm not gonna lie, her her body butters are very fucking good. 
Okay. Mm. I get I get the hype. They are very good. But I mean, you just you can't you can't do it all. You can't force it all. You can't fix it all. And you shouldn't want to. Those women are are far more grown than you are, Stormy. And if they are content for their relationship to be in disarray and chaos, let that alone. But you drive yourself crazy in the process. Okay, just let that alone. Uh, Kimmy and Maurice. So let me tell you something. This this is what I was going to say before we got on. So let me tell you something. The last thing I ever needed to see was Kimmy trying to be sexy for a man who did not have an inkling of emotional intelligence to try to keep his dick in check while she was going through counsel. I never needed to see that shit. I'm sorry. I let me. I got a quick tangent, friend. I don't give a flying fuck about that romance. And it, you, I remember when we first started covering this show and before... Maurice revealed himself to be just as much of a piece of shit as his brother. I remember saying, like, uh, Kimmy and Maurice, you know, they're a nice looking couple. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Nah, I, I don't want to see shit. I don't want to see shit. I don't want to see none of it. I don't want to see shit. I don't want to see nothing involved with this man. Kimmy is doing, uh, we get how we got here and Kimmy doing this wasn't a case of, you know, they in a good space, they happy, and Kimmy just felt like doing this you know, spicing things up on her own accord. This is her trying to appease a man who did not even care enough to be like, hey, my wife is going through whole ass cancer, chemo, radiation, all these things that are affecting her both literally, physically, emotionally, and mentally. Maybe my dick can take a back seat. He didn't have a wherewithal to even have that. So no, I do not want to see shit about them trying to have sex at times. No. Get it I'm off not even trying TV. to be funny, but why isn't he planning something romantic for his wife who just battled back and fought for her life? Why talk, is talk he it. not showing up? Why is he not doing the work to reconcile for the awful shit he was saying across social media in these interviews? Talk why it. are you pining after and championing somebody who you just said in the previous two episodes behaved so badly that it left you unprotected and open to people's harsh criticisms and judgments and thoughts and views. Why are you playing the romantic nights for somebody like that? This For a nigga who complained about sex and how he needs sex to be able to live and survive and how sex is mandatory and he needed 18 times a day and so on and so forth, why he not doing the work? Because I feel like if a motherfucker needs sex that much, that often, that common, that regularly, he should be the king of fucking romance and setting it out. Okay. He should be the king of knowing how to get a bitch pussy wet. Listen, it should it should be splash waterfalls around this bitch. Call him ludicrous. It just you know it's just very it's it's it gives it just gives me secondhand embarrassment if I could be honest. It's cringe. I don't want to see it. I don't care. It's disgusting. It's gross. Again, you want like we said with you know Carlos King shows the fact that this motherfucker didn't have to answer to that. I I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the situation. I hate him. Just everything about it just disgusts me. Yeah. 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 That that's how I feel about that. Um. Uh. Shout out to to Nail and Chris Fletcher. I hope that they are brought in. Um in a more robust capacity in the next season, their willingness to open, open Pandora's box of mess and let it seep 
throughout the whole cast is my type of carrying on while it, while even exposing their own mess. They knew when they when that daughter had that meltdown, they was gonna have to make sure motherfuckers knew that was his his outside baby. They brought up his cheating and they didn't cower and, and cry and cringe about the shit. They talked about the shit. Yeah, he cheated and shit. I stayed and we worked it out. It is what it is. And I think we've been happy ever since. Yeah, that's my type of carrying on. People who stand up in it. Bring mm-hmm. them back next season. Give them a bigger role on the show. Do not bring back no motherfucking Kiki Jabbar. <laughs> yeah. Do not bring her back. I understand what Carlos was trying to do, but if you really wanted to set the show on fucking fire with some mess, you should have brought Ariane onto that motherfucking show. Kiki brought nothing to the show. And and, and primarily, and let let me say this, and I hate that I have to say it, but it needs to be said. Nobody on that show is as unbothered almost toxically so as Marceau and trying to bring Kiki on that show to rile up Marceau and Tisha it just did not work it didn't work it didn't work it didn't work and and Kiki really offered nothing we we still don't really know what the disconnect is between her and Tisha this feud that they've had since they were children it still has not been discussed in detail and in length we have we on this show have assumed and kind of put together context clues that I feel that we're kind of accurate in. Like, obviously, we don't know because we don't know these people, but long story short, what I'm trying to say, we have put more effort into getting to the root of their issues than they have on the show. Both both parties, Tisha and um, Kiki. Like, neither one of them has really gotten to the root, like, at all. Mm-mm. So, like, when we as viewers and people who do this podcast and, you know, review these you know, TV shows, when we're doing more work to get to the root than you as the cast is, that's a problem. Yeah. And also the fact that, and I mean, we've said it before and I'll say it again, like, I feel like their issue is something that neither party is going to be honest about. I Honestly, I feel more so on Tisha and Marceau's part than Kiki's, um, but her as well. Like, it's something that we're not going to get on TV they're probably never going to reconcile on TV. It's something that they probably can't reconcile on TV. Like, it's something that they need to actually go to, like you always say, friends, sit on their latest couch about. So, like, bringing her on here for that to be her storyline and have no resolution, it just didn't... What was the, what was the reason? Yeah. What the reason? Because, I mean, honestly, if they wanted to reconcile, they would have yeah, many moons that. ago. Also that. Also that. It definitely feels like two people where, like, Kiki has her side, Tisha has her side, and the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. And yeah, prob- it's definitely somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And probably it be not even being funny. The truth is somewhere in the middle, probably being manipulated by Marcel knowing his ass. <laughs> oh no, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. I whatever the truth is, Marceau is in the middle of it some fucking well. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of of, of Marceau and Tisha. Yeah, for sure. There is something to be said about a man who owns a contracting company not caring that his wife and children are displaced from their home and he's beating his feet getting that house finished up and prepared so that Tisha and his children can be comfortable in their permanent residence. Yeah. 
Also, they went to Africa for the holidays as a family, and he looks fucking miserable. <laughs> like he could not wait to get rid of them and come back with his mistress. <laughs> he did not feel but, the love in the motherland at all. But it just to me, it just says a lot that you know he doesn't see the importance of finishing up getting their home remodeled so that his his children, even if you don't give a fuck about Tisha, his children are are home and comfortable. He he that man does not want to be married. Okay. Marceau does not want to be married to Letitia. It is cheaper to keep her. Yep. He is waiting for those children to get grown and get gone. And then perhaps he will divorce her and pay her some alimony. But as it stands, having multiple minor children in the household and probably no prenup, it is much cheaper for Marceau to stay with Tisha and cheat. Yep. Also, the gaslighting is fucking astounding. Marceau, you know that lady has never cheated on your wide hit big back big titty ass like what 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 about <laughs> tisha has had to put up with cheating rumors for 86 moons about you which honestly are probably true you think she cheating on you all right man <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right yeah all right i feel like that's one of them things where like he know that this is bullshit tisha know that this is bullshit but that's for a storyline the storyline is like oh marshall is having you know second thoughts about tisha maybe she cheated nigga th- th- look at me with a straight face and tell me you think tisha done cheated on you marshall be for fucking real yeah please be for real because right now it's just giving bullshit that's all i'm saying it's giving bullshit. Like you can bullshit on. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and Tisha, you like waiting to the to the season finale to try to drum up some mess and confusion. You know you haven't cheated on that goddamn man. So why you didn't just answer the question? Like... Trying to play tit for tat, and y'all marriage is already rocky and on the ropes is fucking crazy. It's crazy, and y'all need to y'all need to go ahead and get divorced. Yeah, like y'all marriage is already teetering and you trying to play tit for tat. All right, man. Especially when the streets is saying they live separately right now. Oh, really? Yeah, the streets is saying he don't live with Tisha and their kids. But the streets yeah. be, the streets can lie. I mean, and to be fair. Of them, neither of them have confirmed it. So. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, whether, the, you know, the street, like you said, the streets could lie, but I mean. It ain't like he was really living with them if, when he was living with them. So Yeah, I his mean, clothes was there. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't like he was really present and accounted for. So, I mean. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, overall, what do we think about this season? Do we, we need, we putting it in the bell collective of that it needs, it needs some we, retooling? Yes, especially after the, well, after the conversation between Martel and Mel, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which, which needed to happen because, this thing, like something, the wires, the the electrical signals are misfiring when it comes to Martel. Like something does not, something is wrong. Like, does this man have some type of undiagnosed disability? Because in what world do you think your olive branch means a goddamn thing to the woman that you cheated on, that you cheated on for half your marriage? had multiple outside babies and then threatened to leak some leak uh private pictures and videos between y'all on social media. What what kind of olive branch could you expend to somebody after doing all of that to them? Um, to me it's cl- it's just 
I think we underestimate just how far, like someone who is a committed, and I mean committed narcissist, just how far they go to commit to their own bullshit. And that's Martell. Like, I don't think we've seen like someone be so full of himself, have his have his head so far up his own ass to like to like to to, to us because we normal people. We like nigga, do you hear yourself? Like, like you said, like in what world do you think this is okay? But to a narcissist of his level, he's like, what's the problem? It's perfectly fine. What's the problem? So I think it's jarring to us, and we like we trying to find something where it's like, nigga, it, it, you you maybe you slow, like you you got like so, it can't it can't be something because to us this is not normal, but to someone who's just like this level of like the the I walk in the in the streets turn go this is perfectly normal for him and that's sad it's sad as hell and and it's and it's and it's dangerous weird. yeah and it's it's dangerous and it's weird and it's harmful and you know how does how does this even play into how he parents like do yep. we sit around filling those kids head up with shit to try to get them to hate their mama probably I wouldn't doubt it like, it's just very weird to think you're going to have any type of cordial relationship with a woman that you treated that fucking awful. And continue to. like that's And continue to treat awful and gaslight. And I was really glad to see Mel stand her ground. Yeah, she stood on business. And, and, and let him know, like, you, you didn't just, even after the cheating, you've had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to do better and be better where I'm concerned. And you have always chosen to do the worst and be the worst. You've always been nasty. Like you, you never stopped being nasty. Cause the other thing is like, he keeps harkening back on the cheating. Like, I mean, yeah, get people rightfully so like nigga again, the fuck like, we, we see you, but also like you kept doing shit. Like, it's not just about that. It is that. But in addition to you kept doing shit. You kept being antagonistic. Yeah. To the point where you were lashing out at other people like you did with um the Fletchers, like you did with um Nail, like where anybody is like, yeah, y'all are rocky because of what you did. You lashed out at her. Like you lash out at anybody that is holding you accountable. Like, yeah, nigga, shit is not sweet because you don't act sweet. You act sour, so shit is sour. That's on you. Yeah. But again, you can't tell that to a narcissist. To a narcissist, all they hear is like, to a narcissist, to, a narcissist is the is always the victim to them. Yeah. And that's Martel. He is always the victim. It's never him. And even if it is him, it's like, oh, I mean, I, I know I messed up, but you did too. Like, no, nigga. No. 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 Yeah. You you are the reason for the own. You, the calamity in your life is all your own karma. You did this, you are reaping what you sow, and you don't like it. And instead of taking the mirror at yourself, you blaming any and everybody, including the person that you did the most horrific things to. Yep. Suffer, so it's just like suffer. Yeah, it's suffer. And like I said, I, I would love for Mel to take a step back, pull a Mariah Huck, get her executive producer credits and move on her exec her executive producer money bring arian on this show to really shake shit up at this point at this fucking point bro, at, like like give give her a role on this show so we can really get a feel for was he as he claimed he was miserable with mail or are you're the misery because you can't manage to keep a healthy ongoing relationship if it's not a dirty, tawdry little secret, you yeah. and you and Sheree was some bullshit. That was all for media. 
That was a publicity stunt. It didn't yep. go nowhere. Yep. Two grifters grifter. Your wife left you. You claim this baby mama wants you so bad. So let's see that. Let's see this dynamic. Let's see what's really let's see what's really real here. Yeah. Like at this point, like shit, bring her on. Bring her on. Let's see how let's see the dynamic between y'all. Hell, let's see the dynamic between her and the husbands. Cause hell, they knew. Cause I ain't forgot that trip to Atlanta. Yep. Yeah. As a matter of fact, let let's see the dynamic between um her and the wives. Cause wasn't it like they all knew her or had met her? Yep. Shit, fuck it at this point. Shit. Let's see how they, they interact with the Fletchers. And oh, especially there, because Lord, oh, 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 I need to see Nell meeting this lady and Nell just having the stankest look on her face. I need that in my life. I need yeah. it. Yeah. I would say overall, the season definitely needs a little, re I mean, the cast needs a little uh, overhaul. Um, You know, at this point, I... I'm sick of male versus everybody and everybody versus male. I'm sick of male versus Martel and Martel versus male. Um, Kiki added nothing. Uh, I would, I know I'm in the minority when I say this, but we should keep Stormy and Courtney around. They added just enough to, to kind of shake shit up and give us a little different, uh, give us something different with like her getting into it with Tisha and Marceau and so on. Um, you know, Tiffany and Lewis won't be coming back. So that's a good thing. So with Tiffany and Lewis exiting, it's time to add a, add another couple. Add another yeah. couple to the show. Get rid of Kiki. Kiki own husband don't want to be around. As I said last week, he probably was so goddamn glad that she was able to be on the show because the only time he probably could smoke a blunt and have a drink is when his favorite crackhead not around. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was getting high as the motherfucking kite when she came to Houston. He probably never been so glad to drop a bitch off at the airport in his life. Because he could actually smoke him a blunt and not have to uh, try to hide it in the bathroom. Oh, fuck. From Peel Pop and Pauline. Kids, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> nigga could get high on his own supply and they have to hide the shit. If we didn't have no G, I might say maybe that the show title we got. Pill popping Pauline. If we didn't if we didn't have no G, I might say maybe that the show title. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Then what's wrong with her? Yes. <laughs> Uh, Again, yeah, Carlos, uh, you you got a great product on your hands with these shows because I do like Bell Collective, I do like Love and Marriage Huntsville, I like Love and Marriage DC, I like Love and Marriage Detroit. When is that um, coming back? A uh, Love and Marriage DC is coming back at the end of the month, and oh, month? I'm pretty sure uh, the end of this month, yeah, in January. Ooh, okay. And like I said, I I'm looking forward to it for the social media aspect. Because the cast does not fuck with Carlos King. And I want to know what has happened behind these fucking scenes where the, where the cast of DC didn't even know that the trailer was dropping or when their season was starting back up. They have said countless times since then that everything that we are going to see in this second half or new quote-unquote season is over a year old. And I got some beef with Carlos over that because... 
I don't want to see no reality TV show and the footage is over a year old. Right. I mean, we already usually be behind the ball with these shows anyway because they tape and then they they film and then we see it later. So we're not even seeing it really in the real time that it shot. So for you to even go back further than that, like, boy, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, say what you want about Bravo, but Bravo don't do no shit like that. Yep. Now, shit. Yep, I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, the so, reunion, the preview for the reunion um, had aired as well. And it looked like Tisha and Stormy is into it heavy. I would, I figured they would. I figured it would. I figured it would. Now, I, I, did, um, I think I, I think I tuned, I, not tuned out, but I think I, I cut off before I could see yeah. the preview. Is one of them, is one of their points of contention Stormy's like name calling of Marceau? From the preview, uh, or they didn't get to it. They didn't year. get to it yet. Okay, but I imagine so because I feel like if not in the season, definitely the reunion. Like especially like once you know, like they see all the green screens and professionals that we do. I would imagine Tisha would have some choice words. I would imagine she would at the reunion. So that don't surprise me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, before we go, I do want to say also, you could tell Marceau don't like Tisha because why are you taking jabs at your wife about that mishap with the stormy stuff? Like, that's your own right? fucking wife. Like, why <laughs> right? are you taking jabs about something like that on camera, nonetheless? Yeah, I know, right? Not even behind closed doors. He hate, he hate, that nigga hate being married. <laughs> yeah, he don't like her. He he hate he hate he he don't like her he don't like being married to her he don't like that he got a family with her he don't like he don't he don't like nothing to do with her for real. Yeah, he don't. Well, that's it. We'll be back next week, and when we are back next week, I think we'll be. Uh, we might not even. Uh, yeah, it still will probably be pretty light because. Uh, Potomac and married to medicine and Salt Lake City don't come back until next week. So enjoy this little break uh, because when we come back, we'll, you know, next week we'll be discussing the first two parts of the first part of the reunion for Bell Collective and Love and Marriage Huntsville. But yeah, yeah that's all. That's all I got. Happy New Year. Um, oh, yeah. I, before we go, Mia posted a picture with her new man. Damn already? Yeah. Huh. Stunt Queen. She is trying. She she want that she want that middle chair seat yeah, at the she reunion. She, she she's her and Gordon are done done. They she didn't show his face, but this man was significantly younger. Mm. Um mm. yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that don't surprise me because I mean, not even being funny, like without Gordon's money, she needs this show for 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 income. And whatever, maybe like club appearances or whatever she does. Like, I was, without that man's money, she don't have much, if anything. So, of, co- of course, she, she <laughs> listen. She was like, "Look, I need me a new nigga ASAP." Hello, hello. Mm. Now, now, what? Now, watch she she have this new nigga, and that and he don't be part of none of her story. <laughs> and he ain't gonna be around long. Good, also that he ain't gonna be around long. So. With that said, we're out. Happy New Year. Thanks for continuously rocking with us. Uh, We hope to bring you some more laughs in this new year. Stay tuned, and we'll be back next week. Peace.